five things that you need to know. The Esca Podcast. Welcome to Esca's Podcast. Here are the five things that you need to know for August 2019. This is Noel Montano, Esca's Executive Director, along with Matt Pierce. This month's podcast is Five Things You Need to Know for ESCA's Federal Policy Conference and Lobby Day next month. The conference is being held September 25th through 27th in Washington, D.C. We've got a great turnout and are looking forward to seeing everyone. Matt, the first thing ESCA members will want to know is what is on the congressional agenda when Congress returns to D.C. on September 9th? What will Congress likely be working on when ESCA members are in town? Thanks, Noel. So for September, surprise, surprise, it's going to be all about government funding. The government runs out of funding by the end of September, which is September 30th. That means the House and the Senate and the President will need to agree on a funding package that will pass that will need to pass by the end of September. Given that there's a wide gap on where the appropriations process stands right now, the House has passed 10 of 12 appropriations bills, while the Senate has passed zero, there is a growing belief that Congress will act on a short-term funding mechanism, usually called a Continuing Resolution, or CR, to fund the government past the September 30th deadline. This keeps up the long tradition of Congress kicking uh, the can down the road on government funding, and we're likely to see Congress retake up this issue in November or December. The short-term funding solution likely won't be acted on until the end of September when ESCA members are in town. So when ESCA members come into town for the September lobby day, Congress is likely to be working on a government funding package that week. A couple other issues that will be the focus of uh, congressional action this September include legislation, hearings, and uh, interest on gun background checks and hate crime legislation, with several House committees holding hearings and bill markups on these topics in the wake of the tragedies in El Paso and Dayton in August. House Dems will also keep up the oversight drumbeat of the Trump administration, with subpoenas already flying to former Trump administration staff like Rob Porter and hearings scheduled in the Judiciary and Oversight Committees. These oversight efforts come as more than 125 House Dems have come out in support of an impeachment inquiry of the president. Other topics that will likely receive attention include health care issues, prescription drug pricing, surprise medical bills, and trade. And number two on the list of things you need to know are what's the administration going to be working on because of course the congressional agenda will be impacted by White House priorities. The presidential focus is of course largely on the 2020 election and we'll see the White House working on items such as keeping campaign promises from 2016 related to immigration, building a wall, new efforts to fast track billions of dollars worth of construction contracts for the wall are currently being implemented and rolling back regulations perceived as harmful to industry such as what the EPA has recently done with regard to methane emissions. And of course, the economy is front and center, and congressional Republicans are beginning to publicly state their concerns with the trade war with China and its impact on the economy. Expect to hear more about this following this month's presidential tweets about new tariffs and increasing tariffs on Chinese goods. The administration would also very much like a win on the United States-Mexico-Canada trade agreement, which is pending congressional approval. We expect that negotiations between the White House and House Democrats will resume in September, and there's some optimism that a deal can be reached. However, House Democrats have asked for stronger enforcement for labor laws in Mexico and stronger environmental protections. The White House would very much prefer to address the environmental and climate protection issues outside of the tra trade agreement. Finally, of interest to ESCA members, the President formally nominated Eugene Scalia as Secretary of Labor earlier this week. 
The Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee is expected to hold a hearing on his nomination this fall, and he could be confirmed as early as Thanksgiving, depending upon Senate bandwidth to vote on the nomination this fall. The Department of Labor post is one of three cabinet posts that lack a confirmed leader. The Small Business Administration and Department of Homeland Security are both under interim leadership, and the President has yet to nominate anyone for the Homeland Security post, but he has nominated U.S. Treasurer to lead the Small Business Administration, and we expect her likely to be approved later this year. The third thing that you need to know takes us back to Capitol Hill, where it is the season for congressional retirements. Usually members coming back from a long August recess who are on the fence about staying or going usually announce their decision following the August recess and into September. There's a few things to remember as you keep an eye out for who's retiring from Congress. Being in the minority is not fun. This year, we expect more retirements from longtime House Republicans who are in the minority for the first time in eight years. These type of retirements are exemplified by members like Rob Bishop of Utah and Mike Conaway of Texas, who previously enjoyed committee chairmanships under Republican majority but have announced that they're retiring. Expect more longtime Republican members who now are not in the majority and see the minority as not fun to announce their retirement. Also, retirements can come in bunches from members facing challenging re-elections or shifting political districts. You don't need to look any further to see this dynamic than the four Texas House Republicans who have announced their retirements already. The majority of these members, including Ways and Means member Kenny Marchant and Reps Will Hurd and Pete Olson, are all from districts in Texas, which has become more Democratic in recent years. All were expected to face tough re-election fights and instead going into the campaign season um, with their hearts not fully in it, they have announced that they're retiring from Congress. Also, there's always a surprise retirement or two. One such surprise announcement came yesterday when longtime Senate Finance Committee member Johnny Isaacson of Georgia announced that he would leave the Senate at the end of this year. The senator has battled health issues in recent years, and he cited his health as a main reason for his departure. Isaacson's retirement is important for ESCA for a couple reasons. First, he was a co-sponsor of pro-SESOP legislation in the Senate, S-177, and his departure means that Republicans will be able to add another member to the Senate Finance Committee. So in September, keep an eye out for congressional retirement announcements. We don't expect to see as many as last Congress, which set records, but now is the time when many members who are on the fence about leaving make a final decision. Speaking of September... Number four on the list of things to know about the upcoming conference is our all-star lineup of guest speakers. We will have two congressional speakers, both from leadership. We have Senator John Thune from Senate Republican Leadership. Senator Thune is a Republican from South Dakota. He is the Assistant Republican Leader and Majority Whip, which makes him the second highest ranking position in the Senate Republican Leadership, right behind Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. He knows ESCA well. He's visited several of our companies in the past and has spoken at prior conferences. And Senator Thune also serves on the Tax Writing Senate Finance Committee. So we very much look forward to hearing from him Thursday morning at the conference. And Friday morning, we will be joined by a member who is new to us at ESCA, Congressman Hakeem Jeffries. Congressman Jeffries is from Brooklyn, New York, and Following the November 2018 elections, when Democrats took control of the House, his colleagues in the House Democratic Caucus selected him to serve as the chair of the House Democratic Caucus, 
which makes him the fifth highest ranking Democrat in the House of Representatives. So we look forward to getting to know Congressman Jeffries, spending some time with him, introducing him to our New York companies, and hearing from him about the Democratic leadership agenda for the remainder of the year and looking into next year. He'll speak to us on Friday morning. And on Thursday before lunch, we'll hear from economist Phil Swagel. Phil has offered studies on SESOPs in the past, but will now be speaking to us in his new capacity in the prominent role as director of the Congressional Budget Office, where he oversees the analysis of the costs and effects of congressional proposals. It's particularly timely for us to hear from Phil, as the CBO released its most recent federal budget deficit report just last week, making headline news as the projected deficit rose to $960 billion as compared to May's report, which had the deficit at $897 billion. Much of this increase is attributed to the budget and spending deal approved by Congress this summer, costs of the escalating trade war and tariffs, and the 2017 tax cuts. The new estimates will be of concern to policymakers as they consider more spending or tax cuts to bolster the economy to hold off or address a recession, or new taxes to address reducing the deficit, topics of great interest to all of us. On a much lighter note, our featured luncheon speaker on Thursday is political advisor and author Mark McKinnon, who has worked for former President George W. Bush and Senator John McCain. He's probably best known for his documentary series on Showtime called The Circus, Inside the Greatest Political Show on Earth, which first aired January 2016 and followed the 2016 presidential campaign. The new season starts on Showtime on September 22nd, and the first four seasons can be viewed on demand. Like me, you'll want to watch at least a few of these episodes before seeing Mark in person. And then our dinner speaker Thursday evening is in keeping with ESCA's commitment to bringing you high-profile, thought-provoking individuals. Lawrence Tribe, Harvard Law professor and renowned constitutional scholar, will be our Thursday dinner speaker. Professor Tribe has written 115 books and articles, and it has been said that, quote, no one else in American history has simultaneously achieved Tribe's preeminence as a practitioner and scholar of constitutional law, end quote. In these interesting political times, Professor Tribe is much in demand for his views on the Supreme Court and on the topic of whether the United States is in the midst of a constitutional crisis. All right. The fifth thing that you need to know is how to prepare for the Lobby Day portion of this conference. So for those of you who are joining us for the Lobby Day, we will have about 25 teams of over 100 employee owners going up to Capitol Hill to educate members of Congress and their staff about S-Corporation ESOPs and the importance of employee ownership. We hope you've had a chance to read the participant memo and perhaps you've participated in the webinar to prepare new participants for Lobby Day. But some of the key things to think about are how you will introduce yourself and your company in the meetings on Capitol Hill. You'll be joined by about four to six other employee owners, so you'll have two to three minutes to really get your points across to congressional staff and the members of Congress about what does your company do? Where is it located? How many employee owners are in that member of Congress's district or state? And then talk about what does employee ownership mean to you personally? What does it mean in terms of retirement security, the culture of employee ownership at your company? It's really, really helpful for members of Congress and their staff to get those details. They want to know exactly what your company does and what you're doing to give them a fuller picture of the employee-owned companies in their district. You'll be accompanied by a team leader who will guide the meeting, and once everyone's had a chance to introduce themselves, 
we will ask that congressional office to support pro-SESOP legislation, which will encourage more employee ownership. And I'll just go over a brief outline of what the Promotion and Expansion of Private Employee Ownership Act does. This is a bipartisan bill that was introduced in both the House and the Senate earlier this year. The main provision of the bill would provide a tax incentive for S-corporation business owners to sell to an ESOP. We believe that's the most important change that Congress could make to the tax code to encourage more employee ownership. You will not have to worry about talking about the bill. Your team leader will be equipped to talk about the bill. And after everyone's introduced themselves, we will go through the bill and ask that member of Congress to either co-sponsor the bill or thank them for their support if they've already signed on to the bill and ask for their help in trying to move the bill on another broader tax bill later this year or next. Another thing that is important to remember during these Hill Lobby Days is that you can ask the member of Congress to come visit your business. Um, it's a great opportunity to have members of Congress out to visit your company, meet your employee owners, and really see what the ESOP is all about. ESCA runs a robust district visits program, and this August, ESCA companies hosted 10 district visits where members of Congress got out, uh, got out to these companies and businesses in their district and got to see firsthand the benefits of being an S-ESOP, the uh, cool things that these companies are doing and um, really get a firsthand account of what it means to support SESOP policies. One of the things that ESCA staff will do ahead of the lobby day, usually about a week before, um, is send you a list of uh, requested meetings so that you know who, which members that you'll be meeting with. You can look at where your company has a footprint. You can see how many employee owners you have in that district, and you can see if you yourself is a constituent. This is really important because members of Congress really respond well to uh, constituents and to representatives of companies that have a footprint in their district. Finally, during our Lobby Day meetings, we will have some exciting new survey data to share with congressional offices about how millennial employee owners are better prepared for retirement, have higher net worth, and can foresee retiring early, earlier than their counterparts at non-ESOP companies. If you are not yet registered but would like to join us in D.C. for the conference next month, please visit ESCA's website at ESCA.us for more information. As always, thank you for listening to ESCA's podcast. Those are the five things that you need to know for August 2019.